But our next guest is a guest that I'm really looking forward to having a chat to today because we're going to talk about his battle at the moment and also his wonderful mare that, geez, you would love to own her. And we, we're going to relive a moment 12 months ago when she took out one of the feature races during the Cranbourne Cup Carnival. Flying Sardine coming with a run from Bimboka Queen. Manning Road and well back as they near the corner. Here comes my baby. This favourite's in a world of pain looking for a run. They're on the corner. Rue Bridges hits the front from no effort. Ocean X about to bullock out. She's got clear running now as they turn. Rue Bridges and no effort together. Ocean X two links away at the 200 and then came running on out wide on the track. Flying Sardine. No effort in front. What a change of events this is. No effort's holding them. Two in front of Rue Bridges and Ocean X and no effort. No effort wins at a half link to Ocean X. What a mare she is. It took her nearly, I think, 17 or 18 starts to win her maiden status and um, now she's a star. She won the Pink and Pink last year and she just went down on Friday night. Alan Cooper started to train her. Obviously, he's a part owner and he's been battling cancer of recent times. So Gavin Bedgood has taken over the, the training of the mare. But Alan Cooper now joins us here on the Country Cup circuit and it's a pleasure to have Alan on the show. Good afternoon to you, Alan, and thanks for your time, mate. Yeah, how are you, mate? Good. Good, good thanks. First of all, how are you? Yeah, no, coming better along last. Yeah, it's taken a bit of a run. I've been here for six months, so, yeah, now I'm starting to come a bit better. Well, your spirits might have been lifted on uh, Friday night, Alan. She nearly got the job done. Her, no, her name yeah. is No Effort, yeah. but that's all she gives is effort, isn't, isn't it? Oh, it does, yeah. I reckon it was one of the best runs of a career on Friday night. And uh, I'll tell you, Gavin and Karen have done a fantastic job with us since they've got her. Really fantastic. Does she help you through yeah. your difficult times, Al? Oh, she has, yeah. No worries about that. Yeah, it's been a uh, bit of a light at the end of the tunnel, I can t- Tell us what you've been through the last 12 months, if that's okay, Al, and, and what are you fighting at the moment? Yeah, no, I've been starting to come good. I'm, they're starting to get me walking again at long last. So, yeah, I'm at uh, Corker Rhea at the moment. I was at uh, the Alfred for about six months. And, uh, yeah, things are starting to look up, look up at long last, which is really, really good. Okay. And what type of cancer is it? Oh, I had it in the, in the spine, like a sort of a blood cancer, but they reckon they got rid of that, thank God. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I've got to be all clear on that. But I think up in ICU after all that, in a little coma for a few weeks, and I was in a pretty bad way, apparently. I don't remember much about it. I was in a coma. <laughs> like most blokes, did you have to be dragged by the ears to go and see the doctor in the first place, Alan? Or were you feeling that crook that you you, you marched off and got diagnosed? How did how did the diagnosis occur? I was actually coming out from Bendigo with no effort when she ran fourth at Bendigo, and I drove up there and coming out, I was hardly get out of the car when I got home, and then yeah, it was only a, yeah, a week or so later, I lost all the use of my legs, and I went to the um, Frankston Hospital, and they sent me to the Alfred, and uh, then they operated on me. And, yeah, I started to come all right again. They found the cancer, so I had chemo and all the treatments after that, and, uh, yeah, that's when I lost all the use of my legs and everything after that, so... Well, uh, she's definitely given you something to smile about, Alan, over the journey. And uh, it's a big day for your local club, the Cranbourne Cup Day. You, you're going to sit back and watch the races today? Oh, yeah, I've got on now, so I've got to, got to turn down. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alan, were you training at Cranbourne 
pre the new training centre in the late eighties or nineteen ninety? Yeah. Did you have you trained at both? I tried at both. Yeah, tried the old track at Cranbourne years ago. What was it like when the the, the brand new present was opened in nineteen ninety? The the new training centre. It was absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Like how much more? Yeah, how much better that was it than the than the, than the racetrack to train off? Yeah, we had one track there, and you'd have to sort of pull up in the morning and hope that you'd be able to get stalls. You'd be waiting sometimes for your horse in the flight for 20 minutes before you get stalls, and then we had the opening of the new one. It was just unbelievable. They've done an incredible job there. We used to work the horses out through where the, the complex is now, out through the sand hills. Yeah. And, and all sand hills. So when you think of Cranbourne now, what's it like to train there? Is it like a big family? As, as Neil Bainbridge pointed out, there's 140-odd trainers there these days. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, they actually sent me a card out with a picture of the mayor winning the Pinga Pinga last year with all the boys to sort of put a little message on the middle of it. It was really, really nice. You know, everyone, they're fantastic. Everyone works in together and helps each other. So you'll be cheering for one of them, uh, a local, the local winners, and we've always already got one with Greg Urell there. Uh, have you got a yeah. tip for us in the cup? Uh, I like Richard Lamming's horse. I was hoping the track would have gone a little bit wetter for us. Shot of yeah. Irish? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it's a pretty good form going to the race, got good racing under it. But, um, yeah, I think the track might be a little bit too good for today. Although it has one on a good track. Hey, Maddie, I know you love these stories, and I love the, the no-effort story, Al. Tell us about your perseverance with this mare, because how long did it take her to win her first race? Yeah, 16 stars it took. Yeah. <laughs> but look, she should have won probably before she did. She was very unlucky if you were a start. But when she broke through, she really broke through. Where'd you get her from? Uh, my son, uh, our son, Jared, actually broke her in, and... Um, he sort of yeah, really liked her, and I rode her a couple of times, and, uh, yeah, we got a chance to sort of buy a share of her, and, yeah, went on from there. You're going to yeah. be able to throw your leg back over one down the track? Um, if I get walking again, I'll be happy at the moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, this can be your dream, your aim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'd like to think I will, so I'll see what happens down the track. And, and Al, she won that Pinker Pinker last year, but... Was that victory at Caulfield on the 29th of September 2019, was that the first time you'd been to Caulfield? Was that your first Metro runner? wasn't my first Metro runner, but I'd had runners there before, but um, a long, long time ago, yeah. Yeah. I hadn't been to, yeah, I hadn't been to Caulfield for years before that. Long, long time. And I need to ask you about the leopard, uh, leopard print black pom-pom colours that she races in. Yeah, well, Melissa uh in she's partner, Melissa, unfortunately, she, she's out of cancer. She designed those colours and no one actually liked them for a start, but everyone loved them now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she was sort of, she was a bit funny about, yeah, but there anyway, everyone she asked, oh, we sort of colours, but, yeah. Well, she's, uh, she, everyone sort of really likes them now, which is great. Mm. <laughs> Well, you can't miss no effort in, in, in the run, and you must be proud of her, mate. Is that the inspiration to, to get out of hospital and um, hopefully train her to another victory? Oh, no, I want Gavin to train her now. He's done a really good job of her. Yep. No, I haven't got to apply for my trans license again this year. I'm going to wait to see how I come out of this first, see what happens there. Uh, Gavin's done a really good job with her. Uh, she can stay there as far as I'm concerned. <laughs>
Yeah, and what did you choose? What did you to ch- ch- what did you choose Gavin to train her? Um, what did you choose Gavin to train her? Oh, look, I've known Gavin for a long while, yep. and you can see all the trainers around the the track, and he's very, very hands-on with his horses. She's the sort of horse that she needs a hands-on trainer, someone sort of with her, and you know, really look after her like that. So, and Gavin's done a really, like, a sort of fantastic job of it. So, I mean, Karen. Well, she's got a big heart, Al, and so do you. And um, we wish you the best of luck here at RSN 927. And thanks for joining us on the Country Cup circuit. And you keep fighting that fight, mate. And um, let's hope no effort can win a few more races. Where do we see her next? Does she come back to town? Uh, I'm not really sure. Um, message gave the other day. Yeah, you'll probably make a decision on this week sometime. Again, All, right. Yeah. All right, mate. Well done. And... Keep up that fight, as I, I just said, and um, we appreciate you coming on RSN 927 and the Country Cup Circuit Show this afternoon. No worries. Thanks very much for having me on. It, it's a real-